You're listening to the Row Dental Podcast. Today's topic is pontics, pontic embrasures, and how they're designed. For more information on the topics covered in this podcast, please visit our website at www.rodentallab.com. To speak with an expert, you can email us at info at rodentallab.com or give us a call at 800-228-6663. Stay informed on the latest dental news by subscribing to the Row Dental Podcast feed on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. It's not a a sexy topic today. We're talking about ponics um, and how they're designed and what types there are and, and, uh, you know, the embrasures between the ponics and the natural teeth, the abutments, and how we should design them, how we should finish them, and what they should look like. Um, And and the reason it's important is because of this, you know. I I mean, I put this picture up here because when patients are missing teeth, you know, that's a a real psychological, a mental uh, thing for them. They feel like this. And, um, you know, Still to this day, the, the, we restore so many cases with uh, two, impla- or two uh, prep teeth and a three-unit bridge to replace that. A lot of people can't afford an implant. So if we did an implant, you wouldn't have to do this. It wouldn't be a panic, but there's still such an important role in our, in, in our jobs. So uh, basically, for those new people who don't know, a panic is just a, a replacement tooth that has no abutment or no implant. It's between two abutments or two implants. So we're, we're filling a void in the tissue and you'll see some of that coming up. Okay? Um, really, <clears throat> there's only a few ponics we really work with here at Rowe. Some of the more experienced people will know that. Um, but I put a question up here, what is the most hygienic design above? If we have all these designs, ridge lap, modified, sanitary, ovate, what, what, what were, would you say is like the most hygienic and easiest to clean ponic? Go ahead, just call it out, huh? D. What? D. D, he's right. Okay, obviously, duh. There's nothing that's gonna get stuck here, food's gonna go through, but patients don't like that feeling. So patients don't like that feeling of emptiness. But it's really hygienic compromised people do have to have a ponic like this. But the two most common and, uh, um, but what is the row standard? If a doctor gives us a three unit bridge and he doesn't say anything, you know, what is the row standard for what we do? A, B, or C? B. It's B. It's called the modified ridge lap, okay? So that is gonna be the row standard. It's pretty hygienic. I'm gonna explain why it's not fully hygienic, but it's either gonna be B or E, okay? I think these are gonna be your two most common ones in the most popular ones. So I, I took this, and maybe some of you have seen this before, um, but when we design a, a case, we want to uh, slightly put some pressure on the tissue. So these, these represent two ponics, and the lines I drew on here kind of represent three different scenarios that we could do based on the designs that we t- showed before. But in your mind, what, which line do you think would represent the most satisfying result to a patient hygienically and aesthetically? Give me some, what what does the majority of the people in here think? The red, blue, or the black? Huh? Red? Red, okay. Red would be the row standard, you're right. However, the way I drew it, it would be a food trap, okay? 
the food, and I'm going to show you why in the next slide. Okay, so I would ha probably um, lean towards a combination of the red and the blue. Okay, we'll talk about it in a sec. <clears throat> but th this is why we have ponic sites and why we have uh, discrepancies in the tissues. You ever guys ever get a case and you see the tissue and it's all like a bumpy and it's all distorted? Well, this is why. We have bone deficiencies, we have bone grafting, uh, overgrafting, we have uh, sutures that create lines and bumps and ridges in the way the tissue heals. So this is the why we get some of those cases where we have to slightly adjust the stone or, or put pressure on some of this tissue. Okay? Just So um, what is the correct ponic design to use here? And I put this picture up here because most dentists don't take the time to contour the tissue on their patients to make, their, to make these things look right. And you're going to see some examples coming up of how these cases go perfectly and look great if you just take the time to contour. Okay? Take a burr and create a little socket like this. Now, doesn't this look really nice and healed and clean? And you could put a nice ovate ponic in there and it will come out and look just like a beautiful bridge. I'm going to show you an example of that. But this looks really nice and healthy. And I know to some people it might look like, oh my God, why does he have a hole in his tissue? But the end result will be three even cervical margins, okay? Pretty much. And a, and a nice looking case, a nice hygienic, cleansable case. So ponic. Uh, site preparation is important, and that's something we really don't see often, right? Based on these pictures right here, which one of these would you say would be the best choice for us to design and finish? Call it out. Who thinks it's between two and five, I heard. Who thinks five? Okay. If you guessed five, you're right. Okay. We're going to put an ovate ponic in here. We're going to fill all these sites and we're going to slightly blanch it. Not much because it's already contoured, but we're going to slightly blanch it. And this is done with a temporary. You know, we, the temp sometimes the temporaries will form that for a while. Then they'll take it out and press it for us. So. Um, a couple different sites here. <clears throat> Um, looking at this, well, I think thought there was a, oh, there it is. Okay, looking at this, you can see the contour of the tissue. What do you think the best decision would be here? Yep, it's three, okay, because we would come up here into the socket and then leave the posterior edge or the lingual edge right there. So it would be three. And on something like this, where it's very flat, not a socket, Nope, it would be three also, because we would want to come and match these margins, okay? It's still important to try to match these margins on a ponic. So we would come up here, and then the only contact would be right here, okay? These, self-explanatory. That one, pretty easy. That was just an implant site. I don't know why that got in this slide. My fault, okay? Um, all right, <clears throat> what we can control. And the reason I wanted to put this up here is because we talked about it a couple slides ago. If we over-contour this, what happens back here with the patient? What happens back up front here with the patient if we go past that ridge? 
What's going to happen when the patient starts eating? Yeah. We have to be really careful about not creating food traps. Okay? So that's why these modified ridge lap panic work, works well on a case like this that has a ridge. Now, it's not the easiest to clean. <clears throat> Imagine if um, you know, the patient has to clean in here every time they eat. They're going to have to stick a piece of floss in there. But if you take a piece of floss and try to put it in here and go across, you know, you should be able to imagine going, putting a floss through and just going like this underneath it. You might keep some food trapped under there, but it's going to be pretty hygienic. It's not as much as a, as a um, bullet-shaped or round pounding, but it should be pretty hygienic. Um, so we have to be careful when we design these. I'm going to show you an example of, this, of not to over-contour uh, the facial or the lingual to create a food trap for the patient. Um, I, these are some examples from Roe. What, what do you think? Now we're getting into the embrasures, the distance between the ponic and the crown. What do you think is wrong with some of these? What am I trying to show you? This one in particular, this is going to be what? This is going to be a nightmare for the patient. Okay? This is just not going to, you're not going to be able to clean this. The entire lingual part of this case here should have been contoured smoothly and, and off, gone so that a patient can clean here. If there's no way you're going to be able to put this in the mouth and get a piece of floss through here to clean that. There's no way. It's just going to be a big mess. And you're going to lose your tissue there. And now what I'm showing you here is that when you design these cases or when you carve these cases or work on them, we can't have this Ponac coming and touching the margin on this crown. There has to be a, a, a gap, a space for someone to be able to put a floss threader through there and clean that area. Okay? Here's a perfect example of what we don't want to do. We, do, we want to create this so that there's a nice space here, a nice hygienic round shape for the patient. Okay? <clears throat> you know, they lost their tooth in the first place because they're hygienically compromised. Okay? They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't keep it, they lost it. We have to make it easy for them to keep themselves clean, to keep that area clean, or else they're going to lose the two abutments next to it. So the way we do that is we don't do this. Okay? This is over-contoured, it's bulky, we have the ponic literally touching the margin. There's no way they're going to be able to get a floss threader through there and clean that area. There's no way. So we have to really think about that. Okay, here's a case I saw <clears throat> and I fixed, all these look the same, so I changed this one and I wanted to show you what it started out as. Okay, well here's exactly what we were talking about. We, we don't want the ponics up here like this touching. I may not play this whole thing, but you, you kind of get the gist of what I'm trying to say, right? We want to keep that area of margin away. And, I'll t and we're going to get to the, in the next slide why we do that. Right. So we open it up. We're conscious of that area. All right. Designing this nice and round, nice and round and clean. Okay. <clears throat> 
still having a good size connector. Okay? Otherwise, we're going to wind up with this, which we don't want. Um, and I'll ask um, any designer in here, one of you guys, when you design a case, a three-unit bridge, a five-unit bridge, an eight-unit bridge, and you just design the case and you let three-shape do the connectors, what happens? Does the three-shape do this? You don't know sometimes where three-shape will connect that case, right? You've got to add the connectors and, and shape that, correct? <clears throat> three shape when it finishes a case and you don't add connectors will sometimes finish it irregularly correct versus you putting in the connectors now, do you guys do that this is a standard across okay <clears throat> so <clears throat> embrasures are just as important as the choosing the right ponic <clears throat> and now he Here's a case that came back where the doctor took an impression. What are the, what are the doctor trying to show us here? <coughs> they took an impression because look at all this material that came was filled into this site. We poured this up, it looks like this, but what's missing? This ponic was clearly deficient in creating a food trap. So the doctor filled this in and we, we pour it and we can go ahead and, and, and backfill it and it make it look more uh, the, the shape of the tooth. So something we have to remember is that even though we're creating a ponic site, we still have to anatomically make it look like the shape of the tooth. So if you took a cross section, th this ponic should be in the same, same shape and, and form of the tooth coming out of the tissue. Okay. Um, and then this is not the greatest example of it, but um, I mean, Vicki, maybe you could answer this, but when we get tissues like this, stone models, and they're all irregular like this and bumpy and lumpy and all different shapes. What do we typically like to do to these? Because how are we going to seat a zirconia bridge on here and make sure that it's fully seated on the tissue if the zirconia bridge is going to have waves in it? And what do we, what do we like to do typically? Yeah. So we've seen much worse than this. This isn't bad, but what Vicky's saying is that um, we like to uh, scrape this a little bit with the tissue or take a burr and scrape this and make it smooth. If, if they design a crown in this site and their design goes through the tissue and their design and we get it, we're, we're just grinding that away anyways. So why not just take away a little and design to it and then we know it's going to blanch when we, or, and, and be nice and flush when the doctor puts it in the mouth. So, but if, you, if we have to adjust too much, and Jay, I know we talked about this a lot too on full arch cases, we, we stop and we go back. We have to fix that tissue. How many times do you bring me a case and I have to fix the tissue and then you have to rescan it, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, we have to do our best to avoid these black triangles. I know it's a tricky thing, but there's all kinds of tricks and techniques we can do to try and uh, fill the space in from the lingual and still keep it hygienic, but this is still uh, something that we have to think about because nobody wants a, a big area like that in, in looking through, you know, a black triangle. So what are some tricks we use for that? You know, pulling the linguals together from the lingual but still keeping it hygienic.
Yeah. Look at how weird we design and shape this. But it goes into that socket perfectly. And here's the original and what happened here. What, what's going to happen here if we put this in? We, we had this a few slides ago. Right, we, we have to avoid this shelf. We have to avoid the shelf by tucking it in like this so that it fits inside the socket. Okay? At all costs, avoid a shelf, a final shelf like this. That's a food trap. Um, okay, here was a case at Row. We just grabbed one. Please fabricate three unit TLZ monolithic, right? Doctor checks off bridge, TLZ, but what What's missing, what they didn't check, okay? And Ponic design. So we go with our standard, okay? Ponic design missing. However, this is the case. W can we go with our standard here? Would you guys go with the standard here? We, we can't, right? Because the tissue ends can't modify over the top of that. This is clearly, by looking at this, only one option, right? An ovate form pondic, right? We only have one option here. Okay? So we, we, we have to go with that. Okay? So we, there's no way that we would ever overlap any type of tissue like this. That would create a, a gap in there. Okay? So we don't always go with the standard. We have to what? We have to dict we dictate our decision in the way we contour it based on the actual case. Every case is different. Every all the tissue is different. We have to make decisions based on the tissue that's provided. <clears throat> I know it's easy to say, "Oh, this is our standard," but it is our standard. It's true. We can go to that first, but tissue still dictates what we choose and how we design it. Um, and this is what I was getting to before. <clears throat> this area right in here, and this case in particular, and why I put it up here, because we milled this case, and there's no way that our milling machine is going to be able to get inside here. It just won't. We don't have a burr small enough to get inside here. So what happened? It, it milled this straight across. It just, the machine said, ah, I can't do it can't get down in here. So here we have a really nice hygienic ponic, really easy to clean. Here it milled straight across. And what happened? We finished the case. They actually, they glazed it. They finished the case. And I, Ryan showed it to me and I said, that's not going to work. It was straight across. So we have to open up this area a little bit. And we have to design the facial like we did the lingual. We have to connect this and smooth it out and create a scoop, a nice smooth area like this here. Okay? Otherwise, it's just not going to mill. Yeah? And if you get this case and you are a finisher or a glazer, you have to take a disc and smooth that out and open it. We can't just finish these cases like that. Um, end goal, ultimately, this is what we're looking for. Nice, clean, hygienic situation for a patient. nice examples here. Real hygienic, nice, easy to clean, able to get a floss through there.
<laughs> that was the <laughs> lab track closing. No, it won't work. Um, okay, this is the last slide. Here's a really good example. Um, up here, one of these is a panic. Which one? Really good example. Which tooth is the pontic? Come on. What's the majority of the room say up here? Between these, between these five teeth, which one? It's a bridge. Which one is the pontic? So if, if you do it right, and the site's right, and we design it right, and finish it right, look at that. I mean, it should be tough to tell. Anyone? Oh, the answer is eight. Pretty good, right? Really good case. There's a great example of how perfect we can make a case. Okay? But conditions have to be right. We have to choose the right site, right, right uh, panic, and, and the site has to be right. And then here's a lady who had um, an old bridge re remade with a new bridge. Pretty big difference aesthetically, right? Hygienically, right? Look at the tissue here. Red, uneven, not matching the other side. Now we put in the right panic, and it matches. So our decision is everything with that. Okay. Who's got some takeaways, any questions, anything? You guys were really quiet today. <laughs> I'm going to have to start picking people. All right, I mean, that's all I have. I hope you guys picked up something. And um, okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the latest from the Row Dental Podcast. For more information about the topics covered in today's episode, visit our website at www.rodentallab.com. To keep up to date with Row Dental Laboratory, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Stay informed on the latest dental news by subscribing to the Rove Dental Podcast feed on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts.